Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's a wrap. Yo, that's a wrap. It was an amazing experience. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Hope we got some laughs and good entertainment. This is Warriors Wrap-Up. Yes, yes, this is Warriors Wrap-Up with Alan Stiles filling in for JD as the Warriors. If you are at the game, if you were watching the game after that other big game that took place, the Warriors not able to get it done, unfortunately, as they go down to the Brooklyn Nets without Kevin Durant, 120 to 116. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Now, you know, obviously we know what happened against the Celtics. That was a heartbreaker. That's on the road. And you had control of the game the whole time, but you couldn't get it done. Fourth quarter, collapse. I don't know if collapse is the right term, but you didn't play well in the fourth quarter. You go to overtime, obviously. You had absolutely no momentum in the fourth quarter or in overtime because you lost that that lead. You end up losing the game. Then you go to Cleveland. And the backups, you know, there's a big rest day for the vets, but you're still able to get it done. No Donovan Mitchell for the Cavs. Okay, we're back on the right side of things. Now you have the Brooklyn Nets, who, yes, they have a good record. But as we've talked about, if you were listening to the pre-show with myself, as we talked about, the Brooklyn Nets, since Kevin Durant being injured, were 1-5. and 1-5, and and the last game that they won was on Friday against the Jazz, and they needed 48 from Kyrie Irving to win that game. So they were scuffling. They were scuffling. And you know, sometimes when teams are looking to just get on back home, you just got to let them get on back home or get out of the building. And the Warriors weren't able to do it. The Warriors weren't able to do it. It looked like it was headed in that direction. Halftime, you're up by 12. Fourth quarter, seven minutes left. You're up by 12. They give up two different 12-point leads. Actually, at the, I believe seven minute at the seven-minute mark, they were up 13. You gave up two of those leads. Steve Kerr has talked about, you know, in in the post post-game press conference, he he mentions that the Warriors looked tired in the second half. I mean, I'm sorry. Why are the Warriors Why are the Warriors tired in the second half? when they just sat the second half of a back-to-back. A lot of the vets did. So a tough one for the Warriors. Let's go through some of the numbers here. Klay Thompson, 10 points. I mean, <laughs> 10 points, and he was he was trying to get hot. You know how Klay is. Andrew Wiggins, four points. Draymond Green, nine points. Steph Curry, 26. Jordan Poole, 17. 
Dante DiVincenzo, 13. Jonathan Kaminga, 20 points. And I'm going to talk about Jonathan Kaminga. I know I might come off a little bit you know, down in the dumps right now because this is a bad loss. This is a bad loss for a team that needs to start winning basketball games. But Jonathan Kaminga was a definite bright spot. I think seeing him play against Cleveland, seeing him today, it's definitely clear that the Warriors have missed him, what he's able to do defensively as he continues to evolve offensively. And we talk about, okay, you don't have GP2 anymore. You don't have Otto Porter Jr. Who's going to step up in these ways? Jonathan Kaminga is turning into that defensive back type guy where you can put him on an island with another player and things are going to go well. 888-957-9570. We're going to continue to get into all this. Like I said, 120 to 116. Warriors wrap up. This is Alan Styles filling in for John Dickinson. Let's get to the calls. Let's get to the calls and see how you're feeling. Look, if you followed me or listened to me on the night show or any other show that I've hopped on, you know I feel like this team needs to be more consistent, and I don't feel that a six seed or a playing seed is going to do it. I know everybody thinks the championship DNA and things like that. Okay, it's still early. Okay, this. Okay, that. This is 47 games into the season. 47 games into the season, and you are blowing games that you have no business, no business losing. And everyone to say, how could, well, Royce O'Neal, if he didn't make that shot, well, stop putting yourself into these positions. Stop. And honestly, right now, everybody's a part of it. Everybody's a part of it. Everybody can get, if there's a pie chart, every player can get this pie chart. And I know a lot of times there's certain players that we keep off the pie chart. But right now, losing games like this, at this point in time, when you need to start stacking up these W's, it's rough. Let's head out to Al and Alameda. Oh, we might be neighbors, Al. Let's head out to Ad and Al and Alameda, who wants to talk about the Warriors starters. What's up, Al? You're on Warriors Wrap-Up with Alan Styles. Evening. Thank you. Okay, I'm calling again with my high blood going here again. My God, I cannot understand these Warriors. How the hell? This, this is up and down, up and down, Okay. Uh, we lose. We lose to. Uh, we lose to Boston. Okay. We we beat Cleveland with our five bench starting bench. Then we lose to. We lose to uh, uh, KD, who's not playing. What is going on with these guys here? Where, where, where is? Uh, where's those Lamb? Where's Lamb and where's Jerome? Where did, how come they're not playing? Are they hurt or what? Come on now. This is crazy. We need to win these games at home now. We're going 500, under 500, 500, under 500. We need, we need to get up there. I know it's getting to the point that it's a trading market there. But we need, we need to pick it up more. And with the starting five we have there, I think they're, they're, they're like old now. Their, their legs is not there. They need the young guys to mix it up more. Or somehow Steve Kerr got to mix these guys up. Who's better with who and who, okay? I appreciate it. Thank you. But taking my call. Thanks, Al. I mean, I, I don't know that I necessarily saw or heard somebody. If I expected to hear where's Ty Jerome and where's Anthony Lamb, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect to hear that. But you know, Anthony Lamb has been playing well. He was out with that foot soreness. That's what happened there. And Ty Jerome did get, I believe, what was it, nine nine minutes. You know, obviously he's going to play less when every they're at full strength. Look, I I think that. As we get closer to the playoffs and as we get closer to the end of the season, everybody is going to start seeing this thing a different way. And I've said multiple times, I've said multiple times that this is not last season. 
Last season, you get off to that hot start, right? And you can just coast a little bit. You can you can fight through some things. They had some rough spots last season, but we also saw them look like a top three team in the league. Pro- probably the best team in the league for those stretches. You had at least two of those that start the season after Steph kicked the chair. So everybody that wants to relate last season to this season, to me it's just different because – you were able to coast a little bit. You had the Steph injury late in the season. You had the Draymond injury late in the season. Those types of things where, all right, we're just trying to get through, but luckily we we have enough enough W saved up from early in the season. We can survive. That's not the situation here. You're going to have to flip that switch that everybody keeps saying they're going to be able to do because they've won four championships and this, that, the third. You're going to have to flip that switch. Each game you lose, you're running out of time. So, Specifically, when you lose games that you sh- you have no business losing, you're going to have to be in that playoff intensity mode. And to Al's point, they are a younger team. They are an older team. You got to turn it on earlier. And then you get to playoff basketball. Steph Curry, a couple days ago, was quoted saying, oh, what's the difference between playoff basketball and, and regular basketball? Or, or, you know, regular season basketball. He said, a playoff game takes the same amount of effort as two regular season games. Two. So you're going to have to go through whatever it's going to take out of you to get into a good position, whether that's, you know, the fifth seed, hopefully at this point, the sixth seed, or we know you don't want to be in the play-in. And then you have to actually go into the playoffs. And then after you get to the playoffs, you're not going to have any home games or any, any, you know, you're not going to have any series where, where you have home court advantage. So that's a big deal to me, and it's always been a big deal to me. I see people on the text line, they want to talk about Klay Thompson. They want to talk about Klay Thompson's shots, and I get it. I get it. This is We know, look, people joke and people laugh when Klay says, shoot or shoot, and, and I'm going to do, you know, this is what I get paid to do, things like that. A lot of people j- laugh about that, right? A lot of people laugh about that. But he's not kidding. He's not kidding, and it's funny when shots are going in, and Clay's been playing very well. Let me start by saying that. I think Clay's been playing very well up until this point. When Steph was out, he picked it up. You know, he was averaging, he was getting over 20 a game. I get it, right? He's been playing well. So when you take it and you laugh when he's playing well, it doesn't hit the same when he's forcing up shots, but you have to remember that's who he is. And, and as beloved as he is, and as, as fried as I get on the call line and the text line, when, when I, me or anybody else says anything negative about Clay, there's no one perfect player. And they've already had a conversation with Clay Thompson about, hey, this is earlier in the season. Hey, you got to slow down with that stuff. This was Draymond Green. You got to slow down with that stuff. We got to make the right passes. We got to do things like that. But he is who he is. And sometimes he'll take you to a victory. And sometimes he'll take you in the opposite direction. And that's what you've seen. 888-957-9570 is the call line and the text line. Alan South filling in for JD. This is Warriors wrap-up. And look, I'm just going to say this right now. JD, he is helping us out covering for the Niners. I see you on the text line. This is Warriors wrap-up. All right? It's Warriors wrap-up. Let's go out to Armand in San Jose who wants to talk about Steph Curry, he wants to cook Steph Curry. What's up, Armand? You're on 95.7 The Game, Warriors wrap-up. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, we got to cook Steph Curry. This is the 
second straight game he's been at where he's been a complete dud in the fourth quarter. Against Boston, we had, what, like an eight-point lead or something like that when he came in, and he did absolutely nothing. He turned the ball over, was one for his last seven from the field. Uh, this game, what did he do? He only made two free throws. He turned the ball over. Uh, he couldn't get a shot off. He, he just looked out of it compared to Kyrie, who was cooking everybody. Um, you know what? Steph Curry gets a lot of passes around here, but no, he needs to get cooked like everybody else, like LeBron and everybody. And I'm going to tell you something. For everybody who wants to blame James Wiseman and the youngsters, uh, it has been the starters this year who have failed to close out games in a lot of these games that they have lost. It has not been the youngsters. It has been the starters. And so when you talk about making trades, this team doesn't deserve trades to be made when your best players are not finishing the deal. we got to be honest about this. The Bay Area, for so long, has been kissing their butt. They don't want to criticize and point the finger at the stars. No, it's time to start doing that. Because at the end of the day, whether we made trades or not, the five guys, the six guys, Steph, Clay, Dre, Wig, Looney, and Poole, those are the ones left over from the championship that were responsible mainly responsible for us winning. And those are the ones that's not getting it done so far this season. So when we start pointing fingers, don't point it at Kaminga, Wiseman, and Moody for not being what we thought they could be. No, you blame the guys who are going to be finishing the game anyway because they're not finishing the game. And that's the difference between this season and last season. Thanks for the call, Armand. Shout out San Jose. I think it's a great point. Even going back to earlier in the season, right? Those games that they tricked off, I, it might have been their first their, their first road trip when they lost to the Lamelloless Hornets. They lost to the Pistons. They lost to the Magic. Those are games early. Oh, this is early. This is early in the season, right? So it should have been okay. But those were those were times where the starters they didn't show up. Right at the end of the game, when it mattered the most, they had they had problems, they had issues. Look, the Warriors came out, and again, they got another 13-point lead with seven minutes left at home against the Nets with no Kevin Durant. And you found a way to lose. They came out, first of all, they came out sleepwalking. It was 60 to 72 at halftime. And this is the first time the Nets tied it up, and the Warriors blew that lead. They came out sleepwalking. Nets go on a run. At the 6.30 mark, the Warriors only had three points in the quarter. Three points in the quarter at the 6.30 mark. So, like I said, if this is a pie chart, everybody's a part of it. And Steph and Draymond and Clay, everybody. Everybody, you know, J- Jordan Poole gets a lot of flack. Jordan Poole gets a lot of flack. Is he a perfect player? No. But at least we can say, and yes, he's getting the bag. But at least we can say he's 23 years old. You don't have any excuses for these guys. And here's the crazy part. Was anybody else watching this game and had to double-check the Nets jerseys because it looked like the exact same thing that we saw against the Celtics? The exact same game. The exact same fourth quarter. I don't understand. Now, these guys got to sit. They got to watch the, the Young Bucks beat the Cavaliers. You're thinking, okay, the mojo's right. The juju's getting right. You're back at home. The, the Nets have been scuffling. This is a bad loss, man. This is a bad loss. How do you lose the same way? So I don't know what to do with the Cavs game. I don't know what to do with the Cavs game because the starters didn't play. So you got the win, but, you know, we can't really dive into it the same way we dive into other games. So the, other, the only one I'm going to look at is the Celtics. 
How do you go out and lose the same game? Now, you didn't even get to overtime, but you blow a lead at home. So this is worse against a lesser opponent. So at what point, at what point, if you are a Warriors optimist, okay, if you have gone back and forth with me on any of the shows we've heard or any of your buddies from Dub Nation, at what point do you need to see the consistency from this team to believe that they can get it done and win another championship? Do you still just feel like they need to get in? Can you look at this team right now and say, yeah, this team can win as a six seed? This team can win in the six seed. Because I, I, I can't. I want to, but I can't. And until they actually show it in the regular season, why should I believe that they're going to be able to do it in the playoffs? I, that, that's just not, I just, I don't understand it. Let's go out to Mike in San Francisco who wants to talk about the loss and how inexcusable it is. What's up, Mike? You're on Warriors Wrap-Up with Alan Styles, filling in for J.D. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, just uh, there's no excuse for losing this game at home to a Nets team who struggles with no Durant. Understand the Warriors are still body, but still you have the talent. You're at home where you play well until recently. And to, to screw around like they have second half after the season they've had so far, being up and down and blowing all these leads, they should know better. And we thought maybe they turned a corner there on this road trip here where they struggled to compete anybody especially with the staff of starters there in that last game against Cleveland and still beat a relatively healthy Cleveland team. And we thought they learned their lesson, but here they go reverting back to form. There's absolutely inexcusable to lose this game. You were the better team. I don't care what Kyrie can score or whoever in the Claxton, even that, that three-pointer by uh, Royce O'Neal late in the game. They shouldn't have put themselves in that position. So this is on the starters and the bench, mainly the starters, for not putting away these games, and this is the same problem they've continually had and why I don't know if they can repeat because they haven't shown this season they can put away teams without consistently blowing big leads, and that's a sign of a team that's not championship-laden. Even though they've won four championships, this is a different team. They're not as good as previous teams, so they better get this quick turned around quick. As you mentioned, I don't think they're good enough to win a title from a lower seed, and the West is a lot more difficult I just don't think they have the depth or bodies or talent this year to make it because they're going to be fighting their way uphill with the with the 500 record they have right now. So I'm hoping they better give it a square quickly because it's going to be a, a one and done in the playoffs this year. We're going to see how they come out. They've normally shown themselves good against top-tier top, top tier teams. You get to Memphis, who they hate. They have a rival. Memphis is out for blood after the, that, that beatdown they got on Christmas. So I want to see it on Tuesday night. No excuses. You better come out like pit bulls. And blow them out like you did on Christmas Day. Or or this team really is going to be in a world of hurt going forward. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the call, Mike. As always, bringing the heat. And here's where I'm at with it. Here's where I'm at with it. If the Warriors go out and smack the Grizzlies like they did, you know, on Christmas. If the Warriors go out and win, I don't know that that even moves me right now. Because we've seen these random spurts where we can ratchet it up to a 1,000 and play really well. I don't know how much that moves me because playing well once every primetime game is not going to get it done. So we can sit here. So, you know, on, on, I'm on all the different social medias, and I, you know, I said something about the Warriors and, and how they're going to be able to get better before the, before the season is over, as we move 
further into the season and somebody says, well, they just proved that they can play with anybody. That's what everybody keeps saying after the Celtics. They can play with anybody. We we just saw that right now. Okay, but you got to play like that enough so that you don't have a terrible seed going into the playoffs. I just think this idea that the Warriors are going to be able to turn it up like they've done in the past. Look, I'll tell you this right now. They've never had to flip that switch what, under a, what were they, a three seed last year? They've never had to flip a switch worse than that. We've never seen the Warriors in a position where, you know, not to say it can't be done, but we've never seen them as a fifth seed, as a sixth seed. We've never seen them do it. And I get it. Okay, they got the championship DNA. But at, at what point is that, is, that, is that all that's needed? Because I haven't seen anything with my two eyes that shows me, that this is a championship team just based on what I've seen. If I take out the past, if I take out last season, if I take out everything we know about the team, and just look at the team, just let your eyes show you. You've seen spurts of it, but not even not even consistent enough for, for a five, six-game stretch. I wanted to talk, too, about somebody on the text line who mentions Clay Thompson and, and Andrew Wiggins, the rebounds. Both of them only had, let's see, Clay had... Clay had two rebounds. Andrew Wiggins had two. They both had two. On the Xfinity Mobile text line, somebody brings it up. You got a gang rebound. You got a gang rebound when Looney's out. Now, Clay Thompson's never been a rebounder like that. But Andrew Wiggins, I, I think it's time to ask a question. Is it rust or is something still going on? I, I, I'm starting to wonder. It, obviously, his three-point percentage was outstanding before and, and you know things like that. But I, I'm just starting to wonder – is he fully there? Because it still looks like I can't tell if it's rust or if he still got that injury. Real quick, let's get to a station identification. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM in HD1 San Francisco. Always live on Twitch, YouTube, and the free Odyssey app. So we're back. Warriors wrap up. Alan Styles filling in for JD. And, you know, as we sit here and we look at what the Warriors have in front, let's let's take a look at what the schedule looks like. I know I just mentioned the Grizzlies, so they got the Grizzlies on Wednesday. So they play the Grizzlies three more times. This is the last time they play the, the Grizzlies in San Francisco. 
After that, they play the Grizzlies two more times, but that will be in Memphis. So you got the Grizzlies on Wednesday. You got the Raptors on Friday. You got the Thunder on Monday. You got the T-Wolves on Wednesday. And you got the Nuggets on Thursday. And again, those that have heard me before, you know I love to schedule watch. You know I love to schedule watch. You know I like to talk about who's going to come next, what needs to be done. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I'm even going to continue to schedule watch because you can't count anything with this team. This team is all over the place, and they're all over the place within games. They'll they'll have three strong quarters, and the fourth quarter, they just look completely different. Again, Steve Kerr said in the second half, they looked tired. They looked tired. It was hard for them to get their offense going, and he also said that the Nets were switching everything. They're tired after Draymond Green, after Klay Thompson, after Steph Curry did not play against the Cavs on the second half of that back-to-back. And they're tired. That's worrisome to me. That's worrisome. And I, and I believe Andrew Wiggins didn't play either. So that's worrisome to me. Tired. You're not going to get younger. You're not going to get less tired. Again, not all is lost, but each game you lose, the stronger that stretch whenever it comes, if it comes, the stronger and longer that stretch is going to have to be. 888-957-9570. Let's get out to Tim in Raleigh, North Carolina, who wants to talk about how no one can bail these guys out. What's up, Tim? You're on Warriors Wrap-Up with Alan Siles, 95.7 The Game. Uh, yeah, this is the reason I said if I'm the owner of this team, it's no way in hell I'm trading anybody to come for this team. Nobody that they bring in is going to bail this team out. You would literally be just wasting your time. This is on the starters. Alan, they look old and they look slow. They can't. This is just not their year. They probably need a, a quick exit this year, re, re-up over the summer, and then you got to go from there. I mean, he just – and then you look at it, the young – all of the bench were a plus in this game. All of the starters, I believe, was a minus. You know, the only one on the court that even came close to being up, uh, Kyrie, giving him some trouble was Kaminga. The guys out there, the only one that could get to the rim – at when he wants, when it's not him, it's just all three points being shot. So what do they do? They take him out with three minutes left, and what happens? Clay immediately gives up an and one right when it's crunch time. Like so, it's almost like what what Kerr he sees the young guys and and Vincenzo in the bench, give them the lead, get the lead back up to ten or twelve. Why don't you Why don't you send a message and let if they're gonna lose it, lose it with the guys who got you the lead. That like the other caller said before. Steph came back in the game at Boston, eight minutes left, lead, they blew it. Tonight, they come back in the game, he puts this small lineup, for whatever reason, he just switches it, and now we, what the closing lineup is going to be Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Steph, the smallest lineup when we need defensive stops. I, I just, like I said, I just don't think nobody is coming to bail this team out. I wouldn't trade anyone to do it because this team, this is just not their year. Look, I'm crazy about the team, but they look slow. They look unathletic. And when we do look athletic with the young guy who can get out there and play with the other guys, we sit him on the bench when we probably need to have him out there. Like, it's just the weirdest thing, Alan. Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer when Kaminga is on the floor for a long period of time, good things happen. I mean, the guy's fast. He's dealing up guards. I mean, it's nothing but going to be better with him out there. And you can see connections with him and Steph, him and Draymond, and he pulls them. And it's just it's just the weirdest thing out there. But that's all I really got, man. I just think it's the, they're old, they're slow, 
They can't bring it every night, and they put themselves in a hole by blowing. I mean, we're talking about the double digits, the amount of games that they've blown at this point, and they just can't dig out of it. It's just one of those things that, you know, they, they, they took it for granted. They came out with the championship hangover. They got punched in the mouth, and I don't think they're going to be able to recover from this, brother. Thanks for the call, Tim. Shout out North Carolina. You know, I think Tim brings up a good point about the threes. And I love what you said about Kaminga because each game that gets played, it's getting more apparent that Kaminga is going to have to be really important to this team if they are going to make a run. Defensively, he just he, he's one of those guys that I don't know that we're going to necessarily say he can guard one through five, but he's getting real close. And, and he's still very young in this league. So... At some point, very soon, we're going to be able to say that about him. But even offensively, I've look, I, I've been on the record saying that offensively, Kaminga, I wouldn't say he's regressed, but maybe his defense is definitely, you know, Steve Kerr is so, uh, defense is so important to Steve Kerr that that's the number one thing, right? But offensively, uh, you know, Kaminga, what, what is he? People call him baby Giannis just because, you know, of his athleticism. But what, what is he supposed to be? He's starting to f- figure it out as we go. And when you have somebody like Kaminga, he's the guy that can break stuff up. He's the guy that can break stuff up. Because this team, even though, you sh- even though Charles Barkley, the, the jump shooting team stuff, you can make the argument that this might be the most jump-shooting heavy team in the Warriors era, including the teams with Kevin Durant, including the teams with Kevin Durant, because every shot is a three-pointer until you get a Kaminga in the game who can break up some things that can play above the rim and, and just change up the, the, the scene that the Warriors are putting out. Yes, Kevon Looney can do some things. Draymond Green offensively has been great, but... This team shoots way too many threes. If they don't go in, it's just a long time. It's just a lo- it's just a it's just a rough go when these threes aren't going in. And that's all they that's all they do. That's all it seems like they do. And and, and I don't really I, I don't know if you, you how you switch anything up. That's kind of just how they built. And and when everything is going well and the threes are going in, like earlier in the game, it's great. But when they're not going in, they have nothing to go back to. And when you have coming on the bench, that's a problem. And you know what else is a problem? Clay Thompson taking leaning long two-pointers. You don't have to do that, Clay. You don't have to. Nobody's making you do that. So I don't know. Now here's a question. Is there going to be another conversation had? You know how it is if you've played in high school, college, anything like that. You can't have too many team meetings, right? Because they start to lose the luster. But is this worthy of a guy's? What are we doing here? 888-957-9570. Let's head out to Jim in Napa who wants to talk about how the Warriors starters look bored. What's up, Jim? You're on Warriors Wrap-Up. Yeah, uh, J.D., hi. I'm just kind of piling it on here, but I've been watching the Warriors a long time. and The starters, Hall of Fame starters, they just look bored. They just look like they don't have anything to play for, and it's pretty strange but it looks like they're almost saying you know we've we've done our thing we got four championships and i don't know what's going to get the disciples they just don't look have a spark anymore yeah i mean it's it's true now the question is and i'm going to pair i'm going to pair this with a text that says they're bored with playing regular season games which is frustrating they'll flip that switch in the playoffs and that's what this comes down to. 
Do you do you still think after all this that that flip that they switched last year as a three seed, getting get you know getting a home series, and, and they had that home series not necessarily because of what they did at at the end of the year or, or or close to the end of the year, what they did early on in the year, so they were able to you know ride that wave coast a little bit. Do you think they'll be able to do that same thing this year as a what? What, what what's the best that what's the best scenario for the Warriors at this point? Is it is it a four seed? Is that possible? Is it a five seed? Is it a six seed? I know that everybody says the goal is six seed, but let's not act like the six seed is, you know, let's not act like a six seed is necessarily a walk in the park, even for these guys. Are they bored? Are they tired? You you, you you're 47 games in. You're 47 games in. 408 chiming in. Styles, you got to give some praise to Kaminga. He was fantastic today. Yes, again, I agree. I agree. He was fantastic. But ultimately, the question that that I'm going to leave everybody with right here is, have you seen anything from this team for more than, let's say, a three-game stretch that gives you confidence that they can hold up the trophy at the end of the season. Another title. From this year, take out everything else. Just stick to this year. That's the question. And hopefully they answer it in the way that we hope they can moving forward. Because I haven't seen it yet. It's Alan Styles. That was Warriors Wrap-Up. 95.7 The Game. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.